Hey folks, I'm Steven Peterkins, and this is episode 80 of the Peterkins Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about regulatory capture. We the people elect our government officials to serve us and our needs. In doing so, there are some restrictions that are created to regulate people's actions to better serve and protect the general public. One of the ways this is done is by creating regulations around certain industries. The initial intention of this is to protect consumers and the public from certain threats involved in each industry. However, we start to observe over time that these agencies start less and less to protect the public and instead start to promote the interests of the companies and industries they regulate. This isn't an accident. This is the result of deliberate efforts on the part of the companies and regulators to co-opt these agencies. Let's give a modern example of how this happens and the impact it has on the public. Unfortunately, there's tons of examples to choose from, but I'm going to settle on talking about the sugar industry. There are numerous repeated studies that show the sugar industry is responsible for the rise of obesity and diabetes worldwide. They have been able to capture the regulatory bodies around food in the United States and have instead used to mask how dangerous and unhealthy sugar really is. With this obfuscation, they've been able to put more and more sugar into our products and market them directly to children for decades with relatively little to no pushback from any governing body. Do you think I'm exaggerating their influence? Take a look at any nutritional label and you'll see that sugar is the only category that doesn't tell you what the percentage of your daily intake is for each food item you consume. They're able to do this by literally bribing researchers to cherry-pick data that supports their claims, then using that research to shape public policy. Coca-Cola, the largest producer of sugary drinks in the world, paid millions of dollars to researchers who wanted to cast aspersions on the claim that drinking sugary drinks is correlated to obesity. Not only that, but the sugar industry has had a strong presence in many subcommittees that dictated policy decisions for the last couple of decades. In the 60s, a subcommittee known as the National Caries Program was tasked with figuring out a way to eradicate tooth decay. The answer was extremely simple. Just eat less sugar. However, they did not go with the obvious solution. Instead, pushing for more complicated alternative methods like developing vaccines for fighting tooth decay. The reason they did not pursue the easy solution was because the research priorities of the group were developed by a task force committee of doctors and scientists, many of which were being paid off by the sugar industry in a similar way to how they were paid off for their false studies. None of the proposed changes that were pushed by the committee proved to be effective, and to this day, tooth decay is the most common chronic disease in America. There are a ton of other examples, especially in the United States, but I think you get the picture. Any sort of regulatory capture is made possible through lobbying, but there's also a more entrenched way that proves effective. 
it's widely believed that establishing a so-called revolving door of employment between a regulatory agent and the companies that the agency is supposed to regulate is a tremendous way of incentivizing people in the regulatory agency to be more lenient to these companies. After putting in the work at a regulatory agency, the regulators can look forward to getting paid the big bucks at a company who they helped run cover for, which then leaves a vacant spot open at the regulatory agency, which companies can recommend candidates of their choosing to fill. The people must stay vigilant and aware of regulatory capture as to not be lured into a sense of false security. Holding our regulators accountable and adding additional roadblocks to stop conflicts of interest are of high importance if we want to see our regulatory agencies continue to do their job of protecting the public effectively. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.